Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another week of the podcast. I am Brian Tyree Henry. And I am Dewana Bonner. This is Three. Thanks for coming back. Back to you a little bit late this week, but it is what it is. This week, uh, our Black Excellence is going to the Queen and Titan and... uh, the bar, the alien superstar, the legend, um, the dime, mm. the overall greatest of all time. Uh, that rhymed a little bit. And then the, uh, what else is she? Mother, uh, goddess. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneur, Williams. yeah, friend of yeah. Beyonce, an overall superstar, really in every right, and a queen who has more than earned all of her things. You know, taking her final bow, it was a very emotional, very high-paced game. Um, I, I tuned in for all three plus hours of watching her go back and forth with that little girl, um, and I was just. Left in awe at Serena Williams and the things that she can do at 41 that I've never been able to do at any point in my life. So my eternal respect and admiration to her. And congratulations on an incredible career. Um, you know, I'd like to think that this is going to just be a nice era where we'll see... Serena, um, as she said, she's evolving away from tennis, so I expect that we'll see her um, take her talents and her uh, platform and all of her abilities in new ways, and she'll just be the greatest at everything else that she does. Mm -hmm. Um, I did see her sister say something about trying to get her to evolve. What did she say? Get her evolve back to doubles or something like that? Like, trying to get her to... To just stick with it in the doubles regard. But I did also see that um her her third match, that last match was like the highest rated tennis match 
in the history of ESPN mm-hmm. or something like that. Of course. Which, because of course it was. All of the matches from this U.S. Open that involved Serena and Williams were record-breaking and had millions of viewers watching. Um, I believe I saw that it was like 6.9 million or something. Yes. Like something Crazy number. Uh, people that tuned in to watch on ESPN and, you know... If you were like me and most of the people I follow, you were on the edge of your seat and screaming and doing all of the most. But Serena is a queen and an icon and a king and a legend and uh, an immaculate inspiration to athletes, period. But specifically to Black women, Black girls, and not just even in sports. I think just that her persevering Perseveration, persevering, perseverance, pers- there it is. Her perseverance and um, just the fact that she has literally had to be and has been the undeniable best mm-hmm. at the things that she does. Um, it's just, I think, an inspiration for any Black person that you know, wants to reach the heights of yeah. whatever their passion may be. And so we celebrate her here at the podcast and love her a lot. Yeah, if you strive for greatness, then Serena Williams is one hell of a role model. I mean, she changed the game for all these girls who are playing now. Like, they don't know tennis without her. That is the impact that she has had. So it just really can't be overstated how incredible this woman is um, and how like giant her achievements. Yeah. Everyone plays tennis, whether they play against her or not, and they get to their president. Like, great, wow, let's talk about Serena Williams yeah. and how she personally affected my life. <laughs> yeah. Except, obviously, the racists and the haters, but they're, that's, we're not here to talk about them. Right. So, to Serena, you're our Black excellence forever and always, and we hope to see you play tennis again at some point, maybe. Yes. Possibly. Love you, girl. Even if it's just a hologram, because apparently they're doing a lot of that these days. Even if it's just you and Olympia playing with like, a toy racket and all that. Like, just whatever you Olivia is us. impassioned. As well. <laughs> Have you seen her? Yes. She's ready to take the girls' heads <laughs> off today. She's just like, let me play next. That footage of her taking a picture of her mama with the camera was so cute. Just adorable. And every time Serena posts, like, her on a tennis court or something, I'm like, oh, God. Are we even ready? Are we even it, ready for if is, Olympia wants to play tennis? Very the blue ivy of sports yeah. is, that, is that union. Yeah. It is very much the moment that we like maybe first saw blue ivy move side to side to, to the beat of the record. <laughs> and it was like, oh, yeah. And we just said, okay, yeah, invented rhythm. Here she goes. Here yeah, we fucking coming. Yep, here we fucking Center go. It's in her blood. Absolutely. So, yeah, I hope Serena enjoys some time to rest and be with her family and then you know, focus on one of the 511 other businesses she got. Because Serena got her hands say, in everything. Sell whatever it is you want to sell. She got her hands in everything. So, yeah. Amen. Congrats. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. 
With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. All right, so let's move into our pop culture segment, which is called Hot Tops, The Cock Rings of Power by J.R.B. Token. Me, my favorite. No, <laughs> not streaming on Amazon. <laughs> um. All right, let's begin with... Uh, so, I have been watching... I have not been watching The Real Housewives of Atlanta this season, um, just because... I was going to say I have better things to do, but that's not even true. I just don't want to. <laughs> um, I tried. I tried, but it did not. It didn't click for me. I just don't care anymore. Like, as a whole, like, I don't even, I don't mean me when I say as a whole. I mean, like, as a H, as a W-H-O-L-E. Like, as a whole, I haven't been watching that much, <laughs> oh like, God. Bravo, whatever. Yeah, me either. Um, so I don't really know what the goings are. I I figured I would just watch the reunion mm-hmm. uh, this season. You know, take it back to the old school when I would just peruse the reunion. That's where you get all the information anyway right. and some of the best fights. Exactly that. Because you have all the pent-up aggression from all of season. You have everybody mm-hmm. who's been talking shit on social media. Yep. So they're real, real pent-up. So it's like, that's when mm-hmm. the good stuff happens anyway. So that's like, true. who needs to watch a season of real anything? Um, But anyway, I heard that on the finale of this last one, that Sheree Whitfield uh, premiered what 
she alleges is uh she alleges are items from her long awaited long long uh so long forever memed <laughs> uh constantly joked about uh joggers uh her she by Sheree line apparently had a premiere or debut or whatever on this finale. Unfortunately, now they're referring to it by as she by Sheree by Shein. Oh, yeah. Because they very quickly, and I mean ex- uh, immediately, I guess, mm-hmm. um, were able to, to find that these $130 athleisure pieces that Sheree's trying to hawk to you bitches over the internet, you can get on Shein.com, which is some shit that I just heard about yesterday. I guess it's like uh, TikTok fast fashion or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, also on Amazon, which is, you know, just Jeff Bezos' backyard. Well, you can get these things for about three, four fractions of the price. Uh, just without the cute little She by Sheree logo on it. That's exactly right. <laughs> Darn. That sucks. And also explains the price hike. Because who doesn't want a nice little Iron Dawn star that I guess says she on it? I don't know. Um, Raggedy. <laughs> needless to say, Sheree has been, you know, getting her wig tugged, if you know what I mean. Online, because girls want to know why, after all of this time, after I don't even, how many years 14. has it been? Eight years? Is, wait, is it literally 14? Yes, no, no, 14 years. Sheree. Since the fashion show, no fashions. <laughs> and this is what you came to us with, sis? Who gonna check me, boo? Really? Now? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> First of all, do you work out? Like, do you actually use this stuff? Secondly, girl, like, it's giving, if all, if, if, if after all of this time, you still couldn't get some, like, legitimate, custom, original pieces of, like, spandex, it's giving switch gears. Yeah. It's giving find something else. Hair, yeah, <laughs> wine, uh, um, candles, press on nails, yep. candles, butters. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many other fragrance. Instagram fragrance. Yep. There are so many other Instagram licks that you can try and hit because clearly <laughs> joggers is not it. It's not. It hasn't been working, oh and it's getting God. at this point trying to prove a point that we don't need proven. We can go and get stretchy yoga pants from the black fuck anywhere. Not even just Instagram. Correct. You can go down to any old rocks or TJ Maxx and get you some six dollars spandex. Why the fuck do I need to come to shebysheree.org.net.live <laughs> or whatever the fuck your website is and spend a hundred and thirty of my goddamn doubloons <laughs> on a piece that costs like fifteen dollars on Amazon? Move around. Literally never. And what we saw Sheree in wasn't even joggers. Like, and she definitely like put forth the effort into doing like making t-shirts about like the whole joggers thing and oh, you know, joggers Link can do spring, that. summer. But, like t-shirts with fucking emojis on them. 
emojis on a t-shirt and you're charging $142 for this Shein AliExpress Fashion Nova bullshit. You need to be in jail. (laughs) (laughs) It's sad because like, I don't have no problems with you outsourcing your brand. Most of the girls are not out here actually designing and making their own clothing. But it took this you true. over a decade to white label this shit. Here's my problem. Over a decade to bring us She by Sheree. And it's this cheap template We've bullshit. Arrived at my issue. Anybody could open a fucking online store and have this available for purchase in less than a week. How did this take years and then didn't even iron or steam the clothes when the models was wearing them? So this, the shit is wrinkled on top of looking cheap and auntie-ish and raggedy. You don't have to do this. Oh, it's You so don't bad. like, oh, it's so you don't, bad. we don't, you don't have to do this. It would be one thing if it was cheap and, and priced cheaply, but it's cheap and priced like it's luxury. Bitch, who's spending $170 or whatever on a charade hoodie when you could get... <laughs> Hell, even Ivy Park is not this expensive. What is charade doing? Well, her website uh, came down after everybody was dragging her oh, ass. But yeah. Sheree claims that the site crashed due to overwhelming interest and an influx of love. So due to the overwhelming interest in <laughs> she by Sheree... The influx of love is crashing the website. Girl. But please understand it's being worked on, so continue to check back in within the next 24 hours. We're getting... We're working to get the this quickly resolved. Here's the thing. I don't even... Mm-mm. I almost believe that it really did crash because of, like, a lot of traffic. Mm-hmm. And Sheree either doesn't understand or she's just flipping the, flipping the narrative. Because I wouldn't be gagged if a whole bunch of people did come on here and just post a whole bunch of crying, laughing emojis and shit like that. And we just throw in a whole bunch of shade. And, you know, I also wouldn't be surprised if she spent maybe, I don't know, $12 on the bandwidth and, and overall uh, maintenance of the website. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but you could probably just go. Overall, it's a chop for me. Yeah, I feel like you could probably just go right around it to like, sheree.cafepress.com and find it anyway. <laughs> there's Blogger. just There is just no way that Sheree put any real, like, I feel like most of the effort here went into booking the models, getting hair and makeup for the models and Sheree, making sure everybody was moisturized during the shoot. Well, the models. I mean, I just cannot I don't understand how it took so long and so many delays for this cheap shit. Anybody with a few thousand dollars could have invested in this a long fucking time ago. Just nothing about it adds up. That's truly my issue. Nothing about it adds up. We were talking about one of the Instagram girlies that yesterday, two months ago, was like, oh, I'm doing joggers. And here we are in September and they did this. I would still be like $130, girl, you got me fucked up. You do. But (laughs) we have done this so many times. And the Real Housewives brand is all about um, being like flashy and uh, showing off things that you may not even have. 
So the fact that you can even get like a good scammer to to see your way through this is just it's just not making it's really not making no sense. Not for price point, not what is actually available to purchase, not the amount of time it took you to get it together. I just don't get it. Like, why the fuck didn't you take all of the memes of you tugging on Kim's wig and then just be like, she buy Sheree's wig glue. When you you get tugged, we got your mug. I don't know. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. But, like... Wig glue, it's better than what glue. she did, bitch. So I don't give a fuck. Like she actually, I came up with that in ten seconds. She actually does work out, so she really could do the fitness influencer thing. Like, especially for women her age, it could be like targeted. You know, don't watch them Instagram twenty year olds work out. Come watch a grown woman and work out with me. Like that would have made so much more sense than this. Who gonna bullshit. check me, boo? The uh, a seminar on financial literacy. <laughs> Well, you Obviously to, presented by someone else. I was about but to say, like, you have to partner with the budgetista yeah. or something because we don't yeah. we don't see that for you. I'm but. just saying, this isn't it. And yeah. it's not going to work. And I just feel like now's the time to just say fuck it. Yeah, it's time to hang this up, Sheree. My God, what a swing and a miss. How you fuck up sweatpants? Living my best life t-shirt with a winking emoji? Who the fuck is wearing that? Nobody cares. <laughs> Damn, it was bad. Sorry, girl. Uh, Speaking of Real Housewives of Atlanta, I read uh, just a few hours ago that there was a shooting at Candy Barras's Blaze Steak and Seafood Restaurant in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Apparently, the restaurant on the 3700 block of Cascade uh, had an incident where an employee got into a fight with another worker, uh, which ended up in that worker being shot in their arm. Wow. While uh, the in- the employee doing the alleged shooting uh, fled the scene. Uh, medics transported the worker who was shot to a hospital. They had non-life-threatening injuries. Mm-hmm. And apparently um, they're working on, or the South Fulton Police Department is working on finding uh, a person in, in, in trouble. How chaotic. was the, Do you know if the restaurant was open or was this like some after hours? Um, I did not read that part, but it sounds like it may have taken place after or while people were not there. Well, I mean, uh, patrons. Yeah, I would hope so. Um, and probably not candy. So, no, um, not. how crazy though? Damn. This sounds like a blast, honestly. Uh, I mean, it doesn't really sound, um, I mean, the place is called Blaze. Oh my God. And it literally has a huge, uh, symbol of fire in the logo where the A should be. So it kind of feels on brand. Um, you know, uh, as far as like, Atlanta dining out goes. It just feels like this is something uh, one of the sites. I mean, unfortunately, this is not the first shooting at an Atlanta restaurant that I have heard about even in the past couple of months. So you do have a point there. And based off what I remember from watching, you know, her version of of that show that uh, Lisa Vanderpump does, Vanderpump Rules or whatever, watching Candy's version. Of- oh, Candy and and company? Something like that. 
whatever it's I don't called. Know what it's called. I, I literally just said words. I forgot. But like the way them people argued with each other and with not Candy herself, but the boy who's like her top assistant manager Todd. person. <laughs> no, the gay one, you know who I'm talking about. The one that's been oh. around forever, whoever he is. Anyway, the way they were they was constantly snipping at each other, disrespecting each other, going back and forth. So I'm not if this was a fight between two Sounds co-workers, fun. I'm really not shocked. Like really not shocked because yeah, all the ingredients are there for some nicktastic activity. So just hope everybody is okay. I mean, okay. if you can't go to Blaze Steak and Seafood, then where the hell can you go? Exactly that. Anywhere. If y'all like beefing. literally anywhere else that serves food. Y'all need to be beefing somewhere else. Oh, damn, he's the chef. I didn't know that. Who, the chef got shot or the chef did the shooting? The chef is the one who got shot. Candy's cousin is the chef. Damn, now how are they going to whip, whip, whip up your uh, cornbread <laughs> and hash? Now I'm wondering what they, this is a steakhouse? Okay. I hope it's not his uh, good grilling arm. Okay, damn. Yeah. How are you going to saute our flambe? That's, that's fucked up. I do sue. hope he is. Not Blaze Steak and Seafood Candy and Todd present. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, but what kind of... All right. This sounds great. It sounds like a great hood time. It doesn't sound like anything less than what I expect out of a reality TV restaurant in Atlanta. Um, I hope that everybody is safe and does better in the future. And uh, I kind of don't think this is going to stop them from getting yeah. clientele. This is supposed to be an elevated steakhouse experience accompanied with fresh seafood in a glamorous atmosphere. And niggas is... Kiss my ass. And niggas is shooting like it is the regular... Like it is a fucking strip club. Yes. Well. All right. Speedy recovery to everybody. Yeah, this will be fine. If there's one thing that hood niggas love, it's the idea that somebody got shot at this restaurant. It means that people were very passionate there about things. Hopefully it was the food. Uh, Um... Oh, I forgot to mention that um, uh, the queen died. The no, the the actual Queen Elizabeth. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. No, please, please. Um, please, yeah. please. My heart just hurt. Oh my god. <laughs> Big British Liz is dead. Oh yeah. All right. Bye, girl. And um, everybody's talking about that, so I figured I'd bring it up. I feel like I saw that, and then immediately was like, okay, I just. I knew niggas was going to be joking. I'm sure social media has been crazy today, but I just don't have it for that old, decrepit bat. Like, not even enough to clown her. As far as I'm concerned, she was a shit human being whose time on this earth was extended for a reason I'll never be able to to fathom. And I think a blood curse. We're better off without her, as far as I'm concerned. This bitch. I won't miss her. Yeah, not at all. And so... I just, I stand with all the blacks across the diaspora whose countries were colonized by Elizabeth's yep. family in rejoicing the death of this wretched old woman. Whose things were literally stolen. Yes. Um, who acquired. around it if they weren't there. Yes. Who inqui- acquired incredible wealth by stealing yeah. from everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, fuck And her. also just siphoning off dollars and cents from each and every one of the people uh, who live under them just because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worth hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars and never 
actually did anything a day in our life. Receptive door racism. I just can't believe that. Partake in it. Like, a job, though, she does labor. She's never heard of it. (laughs) And I just... I, I can't believe, honestly, England still feels like this family is really royal by blood. Like, y'all really feel like this? these people are, like, better than y'all somehow? Like, DNA-wise? <laughs> no, sir. I'm fully... I'll, I'll never Sweetie, get that. I'll never get that. Not the way them people Let me look. say something. Oh, in Are you listening to this? And you truly love us. And you're hurting because of that old bitch being dead. <laughs> You knew better. I, you know, consider this a very quick church hug to you. Oh, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> the little, that's like, the just, little just quick second. Woo, woo, woo. I get, I got a pat on the back for you, and that's it. And that's that's pretty much it. But don't do all that carrying on around me, because I'm gonna hurt your feelings. I just weeping and gnashing your teeth for that white woman. I'm gonna hurt your feelings. No, get up, stand up. The horrors that this family has inflicted upon countless people across the globe. And y'all niggas are crying sad over this woman that you never knew and who wouldn't spit on you if you were on fire? Who would pluck the gold teeth out your mouth before you finished burning up? Baby, absolutely not. But rest. Well, rest in hell or whatever, girl. Where have you at? I don't know. Your business lady. I just. If I had to wager, I guess, though. Yeah. Deuces. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Good riddance. All righty. Yeah. And we will all be just fine. Hope you left your hats to somebody or (laughs) have a lot of hats. (laughs) Your little purses. Where are all them little purses going? Couple pocketbooks. Kitten heels. Yeah. Things we don't. More like skirt. Actually, it would come down to like. Anyways, um, what else? Lil Bow Wow is um taking a page out of <coughs> Chris Brown's meet and greet book, and he will be providing uh fans of the Millennium Tour, the upcoming Millennium Tour, with VIP packages, VIP experiences. The priciest of which sits at a cool 1,000 U.S. tender, U.S. dollars. Now, I think we spoke briefly about Chris Brown charging bitches $1,000 to come in, you know, dude spread eagle selfies and whatever the fuck backstage with him. Um... So I guess Bow Wow's trying to cash in on that. Mm-hmm. Why not? He Why has not? been saying for the past seven years that he this is his last tour and his last album and his last everything. And here we are still listening to that shit. So if this is truly the last, why not cash in as best you can? So the girlies were giving Bow Wow backlash. How dare you? You're not Chris Brown. Oh, <laughs> bitch, who do you think you are, ho? Who the fuck would ever spend $1,000 to go and see Bow Wow? Even though y'all were giving Chris Brown that same type of energy until people told you to shut the fuck up. And then I was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't know how you can... If Chris Brown can do it, Bow Wow can do it. I don't know why. I... Here's the thing. Either way, you could just not pay for it. 
Woo. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I would, it don't hurt my feelings for Bow Wow to be selling meet and greets for $1,000 because I don't want to meet or greet Bow Wow. If they were $10. I would not invest. And like a Lorna Dune cookie, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go. They could be free. Because I'm not interested. They could be free. They could have literally stuck them in the window of my car <laughs> like a fucking club flyer. And I would have done what I do with all of the strip club flyers that you put in the window of my car. I would have taken it out and dropped it right there in the motherfucking Whole Foods parking lot the way that I always do. I'm not personally interested. Exactly. However, this is a package for the Millennium Tour, which I also am not going to. But you know who is going to the Millennium Tour? People who are probably fans of Bow Wow. People who are pro- especially since he's supposed to be headlining this thing. Yeah. And like we give Bow Wow shit because reasonable, look at her. At the same time, he at least once every two, three years does a show in Atlanta and gets a decent turnout. And the girls are singing along to Shorty Like Mine or whatever the fuck his song is. And everyone's like, whoa, like the girlies still go up. That is so nice. Yeah. Right? So my thing, much like with uh, the other one, <clears throat> whatever you feel your time is worth, doll mm-hmm. baby, yep. you stand in what you believe That's your worth right. is. That's right. Because the, the beautiful thing about that is the truth is on the other side of it. <laughs> You don't have to dim your fucking light for nobody because the truth is going to come to you regardless. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you believe that your time is worth 1000 American dollars, Mm -hmm. then you say that. And whosoever agrees with you and is interested will likely give you that money. I'm not going to argue with you because I'm not interested at all. And I feel like somebody, and here's the thing. The meet and greet, I looked it up. The meet and greet is $400. Oh, okay. So what is this $1,000? The $1,000, the meet and greet is called, is, okay. There are different packages. Gold, platinum, diamond. Oh, okay. I guess this is supposed to be like throwback to a time where that was like more exciting. Like, oh my God, they sold platinum. Oh, diamond. Like now everybody is platinum and diamond and stuff is streaming. Suck my dick. So the platinum package is $400. That comes with um, the ability to attend Bow Wow's pre-show lounge party. I've been to these concert VIP lounge parties before. It usually takes place in like the food court of the arena. Mm -hmm. And they'll give you like tapas, sometimes like (laughs) wine. Oh, yeah. And the spring roll. (laughs) Yeah, Some when I went to Kendrick Lamar's stick. show, we got ribs. Uh, go off, niggas. Was it sh- we got ribs? Was it short ribs? Uh, when I no, it was full black baby back. When I went to the Chicago Sky game last season, they had a whole buffet thing set up for people who had bought certain tickets, and it was like hot food. I was shocked. It was macaroni yeah. and cheese over there, fried chicken, wings, salad, yes, the little baby shower meatballs. I was like, wait a minute. I did not expect Sometimes dinner. Sometimes that's enough. So, listen, and I didn't even know that was included in the ticket, so. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't either. <laughs> I just wanted to meet Jennifer Lamar. Right. Real. Um, but then you get to a personal meet and greet and photo with Bow Wow, digital download of your meet and greet, laminate hoodie, whatever. So then the the thousand dollar one, the the diamond package mm-hmm. is basically all of that. Plus the ultimate hangout with Bow Wow. Oh, a wow. thirty to forty-five minute personal hangout and tour conducted by Bow, which I, know I this, initially right? read as Bo because I've watched a million seasons of Blackish. But anyways, <gasps> only ten fans in each city will get a behind-the-scenes look at backstage areas, lounge, tour bus, and more. So it's not just like, oh, okay. Oh, you know, you get to piggyback Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, he's kind of small. You shouldn't do that. You, but, you know, you get to like, <laughs> it's not like, oh, you get to do whatever pose with Bow Wow and then that's it for the thousand dollars. This nigga is like, for 30 to 45 minutes, I will hang out with you, give you a tour of all of my personals, Mess. and take a photo and stuff like that with you. I don't understand. I don't hear the problem. I mean, it's still a crazy amount of money. <laughs> it is. It's still something I wouldn't want for free. But if I, I would was, never do this. But if I was a fan, this sounds like a hell of an opportunity. Like, bitch, if Beyonce was allowing a personal tour Mama. of backstage Mama. and her Mama. things Mama. for $1,000. Mama. 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 Katya, please. Mama. <laughs> That's literally, <laughs> literally who I was channeling. <laughs> I have spent more to just go to Beyonce's show and listen, sit down. Listen, listen. To stand. The bitch didn't even give me a chair for $950. So who the fuck am I <laughs> to tell Shadrach who, how much he should charge the girlies right. to parade them around LA Live? Like, do it, do your big one, sis. Y'all gonna be I'm not coming. One. Yeah, and and you can pay me thousand dollars to come, <laughs> and that's on period. But if I was a real, like, if I had grown up with Bow Wow being like the kid, like the you know little teen boy artist that I had a huge crush on or whatever, I would absolutely scrounge together my dollars because this sounds like an incredible opportunity. It does. If you are a huge fan. There are absolutely a huddle of 37-year-old women somewhere in Queens. Oh, yeah. I'm just too old for this. That (laughs) are willing to do this. Oh, yeah. And I don't feel like that's a problem. Like This is a better deal than the Chris Brown thing. Chris Brown would just take whatever jailhouse pose you that's want. That's exactly what the fuck I said. Chris <laughs> Brown was just line him up with an airbrush, uh, airbrush background, whatever the pose yep. is, and then tell and them to fuck them off their and that's way. it. This nigga is out here acting like like he work at the arena. Here's Listen. the concession stand. Here's where you go to check in. There are le- uh, lavatories to your left and your right. Like, bitch. Right. Like, he doing okay. new hire orientation. Let me show you around. This is where the copy room is at. Like, <laughs> that, yeah. If you're a huge your fan, best bet then this is a great is to deal. be in the right position when, for whatever reason, the back door is not opening at the venue and I had to get out up front. Like, yeah. that's, like, Letting that's when you'll see the doll baby. is crazy. Like, I feel like that's not some backstage passes are not a 
thing as much as they they're not that were when I was younger. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, because a lot of fans have proven themselves to be batshit and have done things that have made people say, you know what, we'll come to you and we'll take a picture in front of a step and repeat. And then we're going and back I think to safety. That, like, you know, we also grew up in a time where we didn't have as much access to celebrities their immediate thoughts, mm -hmm. their personal lives. We couldn't just, like, DM on your fave. They weren't going to, like, tweet you a message back. Yeah. Like, me and Greece were probably the, the main time that you could interact with some of your favorite celebrities Oh, now. yeah. So I think that a lot of the children are just very entitled, and you feel like these people are really your fucking friends. When you meet them and be like, hey, bitch, you fucking flop, bitch. Let's take a picture together. I will actually beat your ass. Yeah, yeah, no, there's a line and some of y'all cross it. But you have an excellent point that these celebrities be giving us backstage tours all the time. Just going live on Instagram and we see everything happening in the dressing room. You watch their Instagram story. You're going to get a whole buildup of what they did that day. So a lot of the mystery behind it is gone as it is. So whatever, listen, whatever it takes, Bow Wow, and that's, if he can find 10 people in every city to do that, then that's another 10K on top of everything else. So Who am I to be married? Who are me? Who are me? Good for He's you. He's also a parent. Get your so. fucking dollars right. Pay for that baby's dance class or whatever else she needs. Beats for her hair. College. All of yeah, it. Beats, yeah, whatever the fuck. Tennis lessons. Woo. Work. Um, what else we got here? Let's see. <laughs> so I don't know anybody that cares to check in on on Stacy Dash to see if she's all right. Mm -mm. But she was plucked the other day. <laughs> I mean, gobsmacked. Tears just and pouring. literally broken down into tears. By the shocking uh, news, breaking <coughs> news, that DMX had passed a year ago. <sighs> I don't know Stacey Dash is trying to, like, assimilate into herself back into Black culture is or whatever. Didn't, like, didn't she be like, oh, Fox chopped me, I'm Black. Did she do that for like two seconds? I don't know. But if so, then she sounds like Kanye. Uh, didn't she do something black? A TV show? Was it College Hill or something? The College Hill Celebrity Reboot? Was she on that? You might, yeah, you might be on I something. I mean, me either. But I think a bunch of different niggas was on. I'm just, what I don't understand is like. All I know was that Big Freedom was on there. I didn't really care about it. was so huge when it happened that I don't. I don't know how Stacey Dash is just now realizing that DMX has passed away. I do. Being Stacey Dash, what black things does she have on her goddamn radar? I mean, but this has been... <laughs> this was so long ago. It just doesn't... If you cared this much about DMX to where you are crying your fucking heart out, and you are Stacey Dash, still a celebrity. Like, this was not... Especially if you black, this was not like hidden news. We all knew about this immediately when it happened. She probably liked um, maybe two to three black TikTok videos, and that's how she found out. 
Cause that'll do it. I like cause you know I'm still figuring it out. She probably like saw two or three of Terry K's videos on TikTok and was like 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 like, and then she saw started seeing black people on TikTok. Yeah, and then was like, oh my gosh, oh my god, and you're right. DMX died, but. My thing was, All right. why the fuck did you share that with us rather than calling one of your white homegirls that probably already knew before your dumbass did and then and then share that with us? Why did you do this whole performative, oh, I've been sober for however long too, and then you overlay some white gospel singer singing some funeral song over the back of it? What is this goddamn... If you... Stacey. Yeah. She did do an interview last year, though, talking about how she was angry and has lived her life that way. And she was angry when she was on Fox News and that she's made a lot of mistakes no because shit. of that anger. So if she has been sober for six years, that would coincide with when she left Fox. So if she actually did quit Fox and realize that she was on that bullshit and has sobered up and is getting her life together, then good for her. But I still don't understand how DMX could mean this much to you and you just completely checked out of what happened. Like, I just don't... That's where it's not... The connection is not being made for me. That's where it it's feels... probably a long swing. Probably a long swim up from the sunken place. But, you know... I don't... just made the surface. Stacey, I just... You know, she's not one that I'm invested in anymore. It's like, whatever you do, girl, do you. Good luck or not. I don't... I'm not tapped in. I just don't know what she's going to do when she finds out that Moesha's canceled and we don't know how to miles. <laughs> Please stop. It's just going to be like, pandemic? Where? Girl. <laughs> I mean, she's definitely going to do that. <laughs> Join us. It's 2022. Um. So, let me look at the time. Let me see if I can skip this garbage. Yeah, I can. All right. Um... Kanye wants us to boycott Adidas because uh, he's saying that they're copying his designs, his Yeezy designs, and that the, the Yeezy day and the whole bunch what? of colorways and other things involved with his clothing have been happening at Adidas without his approval. And so he's been going on rants roasting members of the Adidas board and asking his famous friends to pitch in and post <laughs> shit about boycotting Adidas. And he says the gap is next and everybody and all that other shit. And then whatever else about his ex-wife and Pete Davidson and Kid Cudi and whatever the fuck. To that I say... <laughs> <laughs> blow it out your ass bitch right. <laughs> what you talking about I do not want to hear this from Kanye West and asking the rest of us to boycott Adidas who ain't did shit to the rest of us like, see this is one of the issues with Kanye I don't know about her mental health I won't speak to that I will say you don't get to pick and choose when you decide that like aligning with everybody else and being black and protesting against injustices. Like you don't get to pick and choose when that is something that matters to you. You don't get matters to you when it's about you. It, it, literally that he's, he's Nini. 
He's Nene Leaks. Oh, this isn't about money. It's about control of the culture and control. How the fuck are you going to preach to the everyday man about control when you can't even control your goddamn self? Well. I'm not interested. You've been doing this shit. You do Nike, Adidas, Gap. There's going to be Balenciaga. You keep going to these white people's table, trying to sit at it with them and chuck the cheese up when you, all these white people are living for you and you're making all this money with all these white people. And then they do the very expected white shit to you. And then it's like, oh, we should all boycott them. I'm not interested. You was the same one running to align yourself with Adidas. Same way you was the same one running to align yourself with Donald goddamn Trump. <laughs> you make these decisions. You act like it's something wrong with the rest of us for not supporting them. And then when inevitably you get done wrong, all of a sudden it's, well, damn, Adidas did this and Adidas played me out and Adidas is trying to fuck me up. Girl, I don't care. And all of like, this on top of, these are some of the ugliest clothes and shoes I've ever seen in my life. Like, I don't care for a lot of the pieces, but that's neither here nor there to me. My main thing is, sweetheart, get your personal shit together. Yeah. Get you, like, I'm not even going to sit up here and say some of the things that he's alleging that Adidas has done as it re- regards his brand and his creation isn't funky. Like, it is. But, girl. Hideous. What? Is it going to, like, you keep talking about how Black people need to control the narrative and we need to control the culture or whatever, but then, like, why do we keep running back to these white people's table, begging them to work with us, and then being like, oh, well, we need to be- boycott this person and boycott that. But, like, if I follow Kanye West, bitch, I'll be boycotting every motherfucker that, like... Lord God. That sells pens or pencils or shoes or whatever because you already talked about going into the business with the next person. Like, I don't sell shoes or sneakers or jeans or pants or anything like that. So... Like, I don't know what it would take for you to do this on, like, your own. hmm But it just seems to me that this same thing, like, it, it, it keeps happening with this individual specifically and all of these fashion brands. Like, surprise, <laughs> fashion does not care about really uplifting mm-hmm. Blackness, Black people, Shots. the Black culture, <laughs> or anything like that. Oh my goodness, so surprised. Kanye West never knew that. It took this for him to find out, like, girl, move around. Yeah. Like, I'm not interested I at just all in don't this. It's not even about, him. like, going and, because I'm all about supporting Black business. I'm all about spending my money in Black places, Black places on Black faces. But I'm not going to look past the self-interested nature of a lot of this bullshit and the mm-hmm. fact that this is truly not like the everyday working person's right. business. You got motherfuckers putting hoodies in garbage bags and telling motherfuckers to just go dig out of it because that's your artistic uh, yeah. vision. Talking about, I want to build something that changes the world. Calm down. It's clothes. It's clothes. I want to leave a legacy for my children. They have plenty. They have more than enough. Are you worried about them four children you have a Kim Kardashian? Are you worried about them financially? Because if I were you, I wouldn't be. They're doing fine between you and that lady. So please stop acting like you're on some big moral campaign with Adidas and your clothing like is a is a morally good thing that exists in this world, sweetie. Stop that. Listen, 
if if you want to i totally understand wanting to build legacy and and business and things like that to leave behind for your offspring and i don't have offspring and i'm not even interested in it but i get it so if you want to create something you, if you want to make a whole bunch of clothes for you know young bruce wayne if you want to make a whole bunch of of of, of boots that I think would fit nobody besides, I don't know, She-Hulk or SpongeBob or whoever. Like, if you want to do that and leave that to your kids or whatever because it makes you millions or whatever, that's your business. Mm -hmm. What I'm not interested in is you running into all of these big white corporations and then getting into like in-house tissy fits with them and then coming to me talking about oh well you need to boycott them yep. because they they uh put out some sneakers and and didn't ask me what color they should be girl shut the fuck this ain't got nothing to do mm-hmm. with us it ain't got nothing to do with us none of my non-billionaire business at all y'all are actually weird okay if you are so if since this keeps happening Work on cutting it all out, yeah. okay? Do your big one together. You call Diddy and Swiss Beats or whoever the fuck else or all your motherfuckers come together so you don't have to go to Adidas or Gap or Nike or fucking Hood by Air or whoever the fuck else to make your shoes. Maybe. Yeah. Last but not least, Tiffany Haddish, Aries Spears, and this weird-ass skit. <sighs> the way I almost forgot about that, um, I'm actually going to talk about it briefly, not going to go into details during my read, but I do have, I am cussing out somebody else in relation to that whole story. Great. So we can wait. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So that's it for the hot tops this week. We're going to take a break and come back and read your letters. Hey y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait, but that's only part of it. The full quote is good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct. Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be. 
about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Okay, folks, we're back, and it is time now to read your listener letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com, and we may read them aloud on the show. Are you good? Mm-hmm. Oh, because it looks like you're playing your Switch. <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> I'm literally listening. <laughs> okay. But I'm also trying to get carrots so that I can finish making Ratatouille or whatever the thing's name is for his kitchen. Black people. All right. Well, we do have an update from Rufus here. Rufus uh, really had the fans going crazy with that letter that um, he sent in last week about, you know, his ex and his art and give it back or call him again, blah, blah, blah. So Rufus says, thanks for taking the time out to read and reflect on my letter. It was exactly what I needed to hear. I mean, well, it's true. In considering all that you discussed, there is no reason to hold on to anybody's leftover guac that they had in the back of the fridge. Hell, he don't want it or me. While we didn't fight or come to blows, you only need to do something once to change your relationships and how others decide to engage you. What I did was one of those things. I never expected a response, but it was clear that I needed to check my ego again. You shot him. It's okay that Cletus and I may never speak again, no matter how we once felt for each other. He is protecting his peace as he is allowed to do. Thank you for the reminder to forgive oneself and make intentional decisions moving forward that encourage and protect peace. Letting go is a process that requires reflection and sometimes a good read. And moving on requires that you know where you're going. Thanks for helping throw some glow sticks on my path. Rufus. Rufus, very, very uh, glad to hear this. What a mature response to basically being dragged and like laughed at pretty vilified. Um, <laughs> we laughed pretty hard um, <laughs> at what you were going through, Rufus. But yeah. If it makes you feel any better, I needed it. Glad you got the lessons that were needed out of that experience and good luck moving on. Our first. It is ridiculous that nobody has carrots in this fucking valley. What nobody is it? Stardew Valley you're playing, or is it that I am playing Disney that Disney Dreamlight game, valley, yeah. which is essentially the same thing. And the fact that nobody has carrots right now for the doll is just—it's wow, racism. Like what kind of fucking ridiculous goddamn corp? Like uh, capitalism has not reached the valley clearly because these girls don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> Hom- Continue homophobia. So our first letter this week comes from Deontay, who says, I'm a 22-year-old Black man, and I recently finished my associate's degree. My boyfriend and I have been dating for two and a half years, and my mom didn't find out until earlier this year that we were a couple. My mother has not been the easiest person to talk to when it comes to expressing my sexuality and my interests, so I keep things that I cherish away from her because she may say something I don't agree with. She always she always raises a problem anytime I decide to consistently see my man or if his name is brought up too often in conversation. She is a devout Christian. Ooh, your man. And has You know, you know, you don't, whatever. <laughs> and has recently been telling me that I'm not allowed to sleep over at my boyfriend's house on weekends because she feels like we talk to each other enough as it is through FaceTime. I'm sorry, where does he live? He so he was just getting to that part. I pay a part of the rent at the home where my mom, my two brothers, and I all live, and I pay other bills. 
And I just think it's crazy that I'm being told how I should handle my relationship or the time I spend in a home where I put in on the rent and the bills. I've talked to my boyfriend about it, but would love to know what you guys think, too. Any and all advice or feedback would be appreciated. Love you. Thanks for being great. Deontay. I'm sorry. Did Deontay begin with his age? He did. He's 22. Been dating this man for two and a half years. Mama is violently homophobic, it sounds like. And so now she's saying he can't spend the night. Okay, so here's the thing, right? I no. <sighs> Mm-mm. You're okay. If all right, you're young, and I could almost understand the. Mm, I could almost understand the excuse of you need to have your ass even at twenty two back here uh whatever like i could understand the whole i'm gonna be weird and unnecessary with the rulings because you are of a certain age and you don't pay no bills in here and blah 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 but see you do pay bills Mm -hmm. yep it would be very different if you were living at your mother's house And she still completely took care of you. I mean, like, you're still grown. And so I think y'all would definitely, like, a conversation about respecting the home but still allowing you to be a young adult would be very much in order. But considering that, like, it sounds like your mama is homophobic but still takes your gay-ass dollars for the rent and whatever other bills need to be paid around the house. So... And here's what we're not going to do. Right. Yeah. So... Because you're grown, and well, you're an adult, and because you yeah. put in <laughs> on the yeah, grown <laughs> right, and you put in on the household expenses, I just feel like it's appropriate to tell your mother to fuck right off. I mean, maybe not in those, not words, in those words, perhaps not in those words, but it's it's you ain't Janet McCurdy. It's hard for me to have this veneer of like pretending that I respect you. When I know that you're only doing this because you're homophobic, you're not like worried about me being out all hours of the night partying and being reckless. Like you just don't want me laid up with a nigga. And it's so I can't it's hard for me to talk to you like I respect you when I know you don't respect me. I honestly. I don't know. I guess it depends on the nature of the relationship that I have with said mom uh, on how I deliver this information. Because the information is unwavering, it's unmoving, it's going to stay the same. That information is that I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. At this nigga's house behind this nigga's house, the sides of this nigga's house, on top of this nigga's house if we go to Home Depot and get a ladder. I would just love to know what you're going to do about it. Are you going to come to his uh, home and abduct me, bitch? Are you going to keep me out of this house? Because it sounds like you need me here. Like, how about you shut the fuck up and mind your goddamn business 
and I will shut the fuck up and mind my goddamn business. Mm -hmm. And on the first of the month, this rent is paid. How about we do that? I agree. I think that's the best. How about we do that? Yeah. Homophobic parents in the year 2022 can honestly get in the fucking bin. We don't need you, bitch. Mm -mm. Nobody needs you, bitch. We don't have no motherfucking time for you, bitch. Your life was probably extremely late and lame and oppressed, and you want for mine to be the same. We're not living in that time, diva, and it's time for you to get the fuck over it, sis. So I'm going to go fuck on my nigga, and you can actually be happy that I'm not doing it right here in the living room, which I might do because I pay for it. Listen. You need to be glad that I don't bring my man over here to sit up in this house eating popcorn and chips and watching TV in the middle of the living room like everybody. Like, you ought to be satisfied That's with that. That's Gray. Dive in. Yeah. And take a sip. As far as I'm You better concerned, sit down and yeah. shut the fuck up. That's all the compromising that would... That... I mean, I don't even think that's a reasonable thing to ask you to do to not have him come over, but at least you are doing that. Like, you are keeping it out of her face. So... Yeah, uh, you it can't sounds go like to your man's house. No, bitch, you can't go to your man's right. house because it sounds Where's like you don't it? have one. <laughs> and but maybe if you did, you wouldn't be so worried about me and my man and what I'm doing. But like, unless you don't need this rent money, then I suggest you get over your. You better shut the fuck. Your up weirdo homophobia, girl. Right? I suggest you Dumbass. get right the fuck over that because. If you can pay rent and bills at your mama's house, it stands to reason you can do that with a roommate or two or three somewhere else. So, again, does she want this financial help, the physical help of you being in the house with two younger brothers? Like, does she want this assistance or no? And, yeah, it's just time to, as far as I'm concerned, like, I would be beyond ready to assert myself in that way. You not, I mean, me and my mama came to blows when I was 17 over me going out because I had graduated from high school. It was the summer before I went to college and she felt like she could tell me like, no, you still 17, you blah, blah, which, okay. You know, as an adult now I see her point, but as a 17 year old who had graduated from high school, I wasn't trying to hear that bullshit, but I, I mean, at least then I was 17 and not supporting a fucking household. No, sorry, Deontay, your mama don't have a leg to stand on here. So as far as I'm concerned, yeah, good luck telling her about herself. But no, that shit just won't fly. At a certain point, adults, parents of adult children, you're going to have to learn that you have to respect your children if you want to have a relationship with them as adults. We're not obligated to keep you around anymore. Chew on that reality. (laughs) And sweetie... I don't even give a fuck if you don't want to have a relationship. If you want these bills paid, Damn. if you want this roof roofing, because a whole lot of y'all like to build the foundation of until you paying bills in this house, but that's it. All right. The check signed. Mm-hmm. It's, in an, it's in the mail. Yeah. I went online. I did my one click. So what you want to talk about? Exactly. You get your motherfucking ass underneath that comforter and watch Murder, She Wrote, bitch. And I'll be back in the morning, maybe. Listen. Fuck you talking about. I will see you when I see you. I have a job and a life. (laughs) And it's sad if that's what your relationship to your mother comes down to. It's like, 
girl, so the phone bill this month is $142. Do you have your half or not? Like, that's sad if it if that's what it boils down to. But respect has to be a two-way street, especially amongst adults. I'm never going to stop saying it. So good luck um, processing that, figuring that shit out, because uh, that's hard. Parents are difficult. But uh, yeah, let us know how it goes, Deontay. Our next question comes from Keyshawn, who says... Last week, I broke up with my boyfriend of a year and a half. It was a simple case of realizing... Yeah, I watched that episode. I'm not at the place in my life where I want a relationship, damn. And while I love my ex very much and could see a future where we settle down together, I'm not totally sure that he's the one. He's a great guy who did nothing wrong. We're just not a match. And the breakup was very painful to the point where even hearing his voice on the phone brings me to tears. So I asked him to give me some space and try not to communicate with me for a while. I'm doing this for both of us because I've been broken up with before and I know how badly it hurts and I don't want to play with his head. I want him to understand that the relationship is not coming back anytime soon. That being said, we went grocery shopping for my house a couple of days before we broke up and he covered it with his card because I left my wallet at home. I told him I would cash up him and I realized today that I forgot to send that money and now I'm wondering if I should still send it. He's not rich. <laughs> He's a normal guy in his 20s working a decent job, so I'm sure getting that money back would be helpful, and he's come out of his pockets for me many times, so I would like this one last chance to pay him back. But I fear that sending the money could be seen as opening a new line of communication, and it might make him think I'm interested in getting back together. What should I do? Thanks, Keyshawn. Keyshawn, has he asked you for the money? Well, there's that. There is that. And honestly, that is not something I thought of. I honestly, when I first read this letter, I was like, oh, I think I would be stuck in this same position too. Like I just broke up with this person, but I do want to pay them back. They just spent all this money, but I don't want to send the wrong signal. Like I would go back and forth with myself about whether to do this too, especially if I know they spent like $80, $100, something that they could really use towards something else. Like Keyshawn said, this is a regular nigga working a regular job and it's not like, you know, this is some money that you don't miss or wouldn't notice. So, yeah. But if, okay, let's say you pay the nigga back and then he's like, oh my God, it's so good to hear from you. We should go to Flanagan's and get pot stickers and talk. Yeah. Don't. Like, I, I'm, I, am I? No, that's the thing. Like, if you hit him up, then he's probably going to call or text, if only to say thank you. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, feel I like... just feel like, can you not clearly express even, here's my thing. If the nigga wasn't asking for it and I was concerned that that effort would be like, oh, he's going to think that now I want him back or whatever, and he's going to be getting on my goddamn nerves or whatever the fuck, then I just wouldn't give it to him. Like, you know what I mean? But if you're doing the whole, like, oh, he could use the money, and I know blah, 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 whatever, I understand that, too, and I fully would probably feel that way first. But I would do everything that I can to make sure that it is clear that I'm doing this because of those reasons specifically, and I'm also the type of bitch that just likes to pay what I owe, yeah. the end. Like, I don't think that there's anything wrong. Like, you're not going to be some cold-hearted, villainous, you know, bitch yeah. for being like, 
here's your bread back just so you know like i'm not a- attempting to like rebuild any bridges Mm -hmm. this isn't there's no strings attached to this i just really wanted you to pay really wanted to pay you this money back right like at that point to me like if you want to take that as something it clearly isn't because i told you it's not that's your business and i don't have any responsibility or or um obligation to engage in that right very true. And I think what it is for me is like, I wouldn't want to give him a false hope or reopen that line of communication, especially because, you know, Keyshawn is talking about the hearing his voice brings me to tears. Like, you are just so torn up about having had to break up with this nigga. I just... Do you have to hear his voice to give him his money back? I mean, not necessarily. She... I don't actually know this, the gender of this person. They have asked this man not oh. to not to contact. And so you can always just not answer the phone. I think my issue is like, I never want to be a, the type of bitch where people got to come ask about their money. If I know that I owe you money, I don't want you to have to come to me about it. I want to pay you back when I said I would or keep you updated on where it's at. So I would probably just send the cash app and put in the little notes like, September 2nd, groceries. I was just going to say that. Yeah, so it don't look like random cash out of nowhere. And just put it like... I have been on... My bad that I forgot. I have been on Venmo and seen people paying each other money. And not only that, paying each other money and in the comments reasoning, it'd be like, Woo! Cancun, bitch! (laughs) Like, you know, cartwheel emoji, cartwheel emoji, Mm -hmm. fire... Like, paragraphs of information. Woo, three shots in, bitch. Next time it's all on me, like... I can't believe y'all all don't that. make so that private. I don't, I don't either. I can't like, believe do, y'all don't make that private. It's so every funny. Every time I go on my Venmo feed, I'm like, why do I know this? It'd be like, my half of the abortion. Like, girl, what? And y'all just... Oh, okay. <laughs> or just flat out the little leaf emoji. Like, baby, everybody know that mean weed? We know that means weed. The police know that means we. Even when I tip the nail girl on Venmo or something, I will put like a nail emoji. And even that I will set to private because why does everybody need to see what I'm doing on Venmo? Nobody does. That is the craziest feature to me that they will show you what your friends are paying people back for. (laughs) In great detail. (laughs) But I say that to say like, girl, if that's the case, if I can go on Venmo and see somebody be like, you know, woo! belly shots you know then i feel like you can send this nigga his money back with a message that just says clear as day here is the purpose of it wish you well no need to for a tab back you know and if he does i just ignore him if it's that painful that way you've given him his money back you don't have to worry about oh my goodness he could really use the money blah blah blah. he got the money back you don't have to communicate with him it couldn't be clearer and it is what it is yeah but I also feel like there's an argument for going about your goddamn motherfucking business. I mean, you definitely can. You definitely can. I just wouldn't want to. Knowing that I owe somebody, I wouldn't. Oh, no, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't want to, like, just walk around with that with that feeling. I'm just saying, like, if, you're, if it's going to give you this much, like, mm-hmm. anxiety right. and, like, the so possibility of hearing from him is going to make you cry and, like, trauma and all that other shit, like... <laughs> 
there might be a world where you can just move on with your life, honey. But I agree with you. I would be the same type of bitch. Like, I don't even want this on my conscience. I want this on my heart. I don't even want to have to think about this. But I'm also pretty good at ignoring people. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. All right. um, Good luck to you. Who is that? Keyshawn? Yes. Um, And please let us know if that works out. Just send in the cash app with a, a little note and hopefully that takes care of it. Our last letter this week. I'll just be like, God bless. <laughs> the God. I mean, what else do you need to say? I mean, the God bless feels a bit more. <laughs> that kind of feels Salvation Army ish to me. Like, here, because I know that when you, spend, when you spent that $92 at Trader Joe's, you really didn't have to. And you might be thinking right now, damn, I wish I had. I mean, that's. That's probably at least a tank of gas, maybe even two tanks of gas if prices have gone back down enough. So, yeah. I just don't hear the problem. If Especially if I feel the guilt of breaking up with you, then yes. I My will go ahead and, is and give your money gorgeous. back. Like. I don't have. Uh, I do not have time for that. I don't I do not have time for you in this video game. I cannot with you right now. You have to play it. I, I And you know I will. You know I'll download it. All right. Our last letter this week comes from Serena, who says, I'm a 22-year-old Black girl born and raised in Chicago, and now I live in rural Illinois. When I moved, I didn't have many friends other than my ex, who's still trying to fuck, and a close friend from college. Mm-hmm. Manny and I, who is the, Manny is the, clo- the no, oh. the close friend, yes. These are, Manny is a girl. Manny and I both oh, have cute. ADHD. I love that name for a girl. And it's a lot of fun hanging out because we understand each other and we accept each other when we're together. But since I moved down here last October, we've been having issues ranging from her fucking niggas that I have a history with leaving messes at my house, leaving things behind or spilling stuff and not cleaning it up, leaving her dishes out on the table. She once opened my mail and she acts like she's entitled to get rides from me because she doesn't have a license or a car and I have both. In August, we started getting into bad arguments because I really put my foot down in a polite and firm way about how she treats my house. As a black woman, I find it disrespectful when somebody leaves a mess behind as if they have a maid. And even though I explain this to her, I just think it's a cultural difference because she doesn't seem to get it. She is white and Filipina. But I was going to ask. When I've brought up my issues to her, she just makes it about how I'm a bad friend and deflects and projects and acts like she, she acts like she can't change her behavior at all because she has ADHD. Manny has been my friend for four years and Uh, has been there for me through a lot and vice versa. But this friendship is starting to feel like a full-time job. I've always accepted her. Hold on. What? I've always accepted her and her not being able to do the same thing for me is really hurtful. I know she's been through a lot and her trauma makes it hard for her to take accountability and constructive criticism. But at this point, it's too much for me to handle. I think it's time to call it quits, but maybe I'm being dramatic. What would you guys do? Specifically, Fury, because we have the same chaotic spirit. <laughs> wow. Okay. Thanks. Sin- oh. Sincerely, Serena. <laughs> Damn, girl. Well, Serena said. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't have an answer. <laughs> Serena said, really asking Kit Fury because I feel like we relate. <laughs> Crystal is a little too calm about these things. Um,. So, Lord, this is this is peak Gen Z. <laughs> Y'all bonding I mean, over. I mean, bonding over sharing the same 
disorder or illness or condition. It's fine. But her being like, now, you know, I can't be expected to clean up the Kool-Aid that I spilt on your countertop. I have ADHD. Is bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> if you cannot be expected to do the basics of respecting someone else's home, then perhaps you don't need to be a visitor in my home. If And you can leave your own house looking however you want to. I can leave my house looking however I want to. If I go to anybody else's house, I'll be damned if I leave plates all over the place, much less spilling messes and not cleaning it up, not saying nothing about it, leaving shit behind, opening somebody else's mail. Insane. Girl, Insane. Girl. Insane. No, Insane. ma'am. Mm-mm. What? No, I am so sorry. Here's the thing about like being neurodivergent or having mental health issues. They don't excuse the consequences of the way we treat others. It doesn't like it can it can explain the behavior and it can make it more understandable, but you don't get to just trash other people's houses and then be like, well, you know, I can't clean that up. I have ADHD. Well, like, bitch, I have ADHD, too. And somebody has to clean my house. So if I have to swallow it and clean up the messes that I make, it only stands to reason that you have to clean up the messes you make while you are in my home, because otherwise I have to do it. And how is that my burden all of a sudden? So, no, mm-mm. there is, I don't know why you thought I wouldn't be chaotic about this because I would be ready to cuss her out. Like, we're going to have a come to Jesus behind this. It is one thing if we're like best friends and we was over here eating Cheez-Its and you left some Cheez-Its dust on the damn table. Or like when Jay comes over and she rolls her little ghetto blunts out of that damn tobacco leaf and she leaves little shards of tobacco shit paper. Oh my God. And so for the next two days, I'm vacuuming, finding Jade's little... Oh my God. Like that, and that is one thing. But for you to... Banana ear, elephant (laughs) ear. For you to be... Fucking dumbass. Leaving messes in somebody else's house, like spilling shit and not cleaning it up. No, grow up. Be an adult. Yeah, you have ADHD, so, you know, take some time. Do some deep breathing, work through your steps or whatever it takes for you to then turn around and get a fucking dish rag and clean up the damn milk you spilled. Absolutely not. It's giving like, okay, so you have ADHD. That sucks. What do we need to do to... What do we need to do to mitigate this situation because at the end of the day i think that adhd and all you have to you you do understand that coming into anyone's home and leaving a mess behind is unacceptable mm-hmm. like can you meet me there right great so but i feel what like she can can't. We do <laughs> i feel like she actually right. would not be able to agree to that if you can't even agree to me that it's unacceptable for you to make a mess, period, in my home, because I'm not, I'm not overlooking your condition or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Right. I'm, I'm simply saying, point, period, point blank, mm-hmm. leaving a mess in the home, yeah. even if it were me, is unacceptable. It's going to need to be cleaned. Can we agree on that? Yeah. Great. So. <laughs> Very real. Yes. 
what can we do in a situation like yours where you may be more, um, you may have more obstacles in your way when it comes mm-hmm. to doing, you know, a list of things? What can we do to to deal with this situation? Do we need to um, eat out? Listen. Do we need to... Um, you know, have snacks before we come over? Do we need to um, just not eat in my damn house? Mm -hmm. What what are some things we could do? Do we need to make a game out of it? That's a great idea. Where after we have snacks, we play, you know, that trade basketball where you crumple up things. (laughs) Or the, yeah, or the Barney cleanup song. We just pull it up on YouTube, and we that play, feels and, like and we pretend no, like we, I feel like we pretend that, we're five years old and we say that clean hurts. up, clean up. Like even the Everybody. suggestion feels disrespectful. <laughs> but oh, I was being sincere. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying like <laughs> I probably wouldn't go that far with an adult, but. Maybe, like maybe, maybe, maybe that'll help. But something's going to have to give because I am not your maid. Right. And this is my home. And so not only am I not your maid, but there's a certain level of respect that should be given in my home. I remember when I was like in college and I used to go over to my friend's house. And like, because we were like good friends, sometimes I'll go over to his house and like go in his cabinet to like go get a snack. And he'd be like, um, <laughs> if, you want, <laughs> if you want some snack, you asked. Like, you thought. <laughs> ask me for something and I, I will let you know. Oh, yeah. And go get it for you. <laughs> I was talking about I was like 20, 21, yeah. something like that. And I was just like, oh, shit, you know what? You are so right. <laughs> so rude. I really just walked in here and was like, where are the Oreos? <laughs> I literally would like crack open this bitch fridge. Like, where is a oh, Pepsi? Bitch, who do you think you are? Jay be like, what you got in here? Nothing. You don't never have nothing in here. <laughs> Why are like, you girl, in Like, girl, what rocks? are you? Get out of my fridge, bitch. What are? What is wrong with you? And we all have that friend. Like, it's no shade. Yeah, like, y'all. No, like, I love Jay. You know what I mean? She can do whatever. <laughs> and, so, and right. And some people like, it's no, like, it's nothing. Like, I have plenty of friends. Right. Like, if you came over here and opened my fridge, I would but especially at that time it wasn't even like like we were living at our parents house at that time too it wasn't even like our home oh you know? so wow like, so you went over to his yeah. mom's house yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no you really tried it <laughs> <laughs> not you went to his mama's house with that shit <laughs> oh my i was young and disrespectful so but but I didn't have no chat back. I really didn't have no argument. Yeah, like yeah. when he told me, like, girl, don't I what are you doing? Home training. I was like, <laughs> you know what? You are completely right. Yeah. Like there is not only like the specific act yeah. is not okay, but there's just like overall respect of someone else's home Exactly that. It is. And I it it just sounds to me like your friend is using their ADHD um, as an excuse to not take take yep. responsibility for their own shit. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I know people who do that. Personally, I'm the type of person who's, like, so anxiety-ridden. 
I'm so riddled with anxiety by the thought of my illnesses or disorders being a burden to others Mm. that I don't have time for that. Like, if I'm not already proactive in all these other little ways, if you say something to me, I'm going to try my absolute best to, like, to take action in that way because I don't like having my issues be issues for other people. So... I mean, and this is... as. I, I, I see what you're saying. Like, I feel that nobody wants to feel like they're making life harder for the people around them. But this is something, this isn't like, oh, your ADHD is just so out of control and and there's nothing we can do about, like, the dynamic of our friendship or whatever. This is stuff that every adult has to be accountable for. Like, when you go somewhere leave things in decent condition just as nice or better than you found them clean up after yourself like this is not you're not you're not doing too much for asking her to clean up after herself in your damn home i don't know if it's a cultural difference i don't know anybody who's white and filipino i don't know if if white people just have the expectation that they don't clean up when they Make messes at other people's houses. Somehow I doubt it. Somehow I doubt it. And I appreciate, Serena, that you take her history into account. You know that she has been through a lot. And so it's hard for her to take accountability. It's hard for her to take constructive criticism. All that is valid. But that doesn't mean that you have to get ran over and your home gets disrespected because of that. Like you do also still get to say, I see you and I'm here to be a good friend and support you with everything you have going on. And also over here, we respect my home and my things and respecting it means if you knock over some pop, please just take 10 seconds, work your steps, do your program, whatever it is. She's talking about soda. And that is literally what I said. And clean that and clean that shit up. Because when roaches and ants come marching in here one by one and two by two to terrorize my fucking home and ruin my psyche, where are you going to be? No. Mm-mm. Say something to her. You're going to be right next to him, bitch, because I promise <laughs> you that I am the type of bitch that will catch the roach, bring them to your home, Petty. and drop them off. <laughs> this is yours. He came over because of you. And now he's going home with you. I figured <laughs> since y'all clearly um, bonded mm-hmm. over your love of trash, yeah. that you should share a space together and become very close to Chris. He was asking for you. Yeah. So here. Uh, you got me fucked up. Period. Good luck, Serena, with this conversation. But just know that you're not wrong for putting your foot down about your home and your things. It's okay for you to value those and to expect your friends to value them too. Yes. Um, if you have a question for us, please send it on over to asktherita at gmail.com. That's going to wrap them up for this week, but maybe we'll pick yours next week. Who knows? Send it over and we'll see. All right. Asktherita at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and be right back. Keep It is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted if you're really good at it that is i've actually met several really good friends through hinge i've used it 
I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof, what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people, for the people. Some of the prompts are, the first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. (laughs) Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover, the shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah. Or broke the fourth wall. <laughs> You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when. It feels affirming when others, blank. I connect to my community by. I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. Can I just say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at, and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. All right, we're back and it is time for the read. Yes, it is. And as I said earlier, my God. So last week, my read was Aerie Spears. And one of the things I said in that read... (laughs) was that this was the last time we would be seeing his name, hearing his name. This was the last time he would trend. And of all the times that I wish I have been wrong on this show, like, I wish I would have been, I'm sorry, not right, not wrong, right. I wish I would have been right more than just about any other time on this fucking show because... Like, he was already a dumbass to me and useless, and there was nothing else to say. But then this story came out about him and Tiffany Haddish. Like I said, I'm not getting into the details. If you want to know, you can read the details of the lawsuit online. But just heads up, it is extremely disturbing. Um, The video in question is described in extreme detail. Um, And this video was also uploaded to his YouTube. It was uploaded to Funny or Die at some point. It is still available if you really... Search for it, but also you should ask yourself why it is you really want to see it, because that's a real question. You do not want it. Reading the description was enough to turn my fucking stomach. So I'm just going to say that I hope these children receive whatever they are asking for 100 fucking fold and receive all the healing they need, because it fucked me up to even read that shit. And I can't imagine having experienced it as a small child or an adolescent. and. This incredibly special extra stank fuck you goes out to that worthless piece of shit known as Jason Lee. Because on... (gasps) Oh, I know why. Okay. On September 3rd, Jason Lee tweeted, The internet is a wild playground. The skit is clearly trash, but there's a conversation not happening because details are missing. Oh, and I'm going to reveal the people behind the lawsuit. No John or Jane Doe's here. Nigga... First of all, first of all, you the same nigga that Beyonce ran away from in public, broad daylight, with cameras and hundreds of people around. And that's really all that anybody needs to know about you. You're also the bitch who got it incredibly wrong about Lizzie biting the fucking bullet. (laughs) 
And I'm mad that she died and apparently he started trending because people were like, wow, he was only seven or eight months off or whatever. You know, niggas, jokes, whatever. Um, so it's wild to me that Jason Lee has learned nothing about ethics or journalism since he fucked up so bad by thinking he was important enough to get a scoop on Queen Elizabeth's death. Like, I mean, and also I hope the events of yesterday led you to see like just how important this woman was as a world figurehead and just how much you were never going to get the scoop on that. But it's really crazy that you also didn't learn anything from it because I get that. I mean, Ari Spears probably does not know him. Tiffany Haddish is probably your friend or some kind of industry connection that you don't want to lose or fuck up. But we are talking about actual underage children who were lied to and exploited for grown niggas entertainment. This is not harmless celebrity gossip. This is not the dumb shit that you get on Zeus Network promoting and doing all in the name of a check, you know, which I don't know if you've seen purr for the love of bobby lights and that's that on period or whatever but jesus christ it is not nothing to do with a me. bunch of grown gay men deciding to fight on zeus for you know six hundred dollars and and a stipend this is real shit that's going on oh there's a conversation not happening because details are missing bitch what conversation do we need to have when we are talking about children as victims What other conversation needs to be had? And threatening to reveal the names of these kids behind the lawsuit is really a new depth of trash gutter bitch. Even for Jason Lee. Again, these are kids. The fact that anybody is trying to argue about why the kids were in this situation or why the lawsuit is being filed or anything else that is ultimately not important because the proof that they were abused exists. Like, this is why exploitation, trafficking, abuse, and neglect continue because grown-ass people who should know better decide to criticize or pick apart victims instead of holding the niggas who did this accountable. We know who did this to these kids. They are both in the video. As far as I'm concerned, everybody who was involved in the production needs to face criminal charges. This lawsuit is only the very beginning of what y'all should have to go through. But when it comes right down to it, because I know a lot of y'all are like, well, I just don't know. It's so hard for me to conceive of Tiffany having done that. And this just don't seem right. And I just need to see the video. I need to get all the facts. When it comes down to it, I would rather apologize to an adult for believing a child than apologize to a child because I believed an adult. I would rather do that. Even if this video didn't exist, and I had to pick a side based off what I knew, I'm going to default to taking the side of the child. Because children are not safe in this world unless they are surrounded by safe adults. It is extremely easy to intimidate or coerce kids because they have no legal power. They're usually physically much smaller and weaker than any adult who is around, who is a threat to them. It is the responsibility of everybody as just human members of a fucking society to keep children safe physically and mentally. What happened to those kids is beyond disgusting, morally abhorrent, but y'all's dumbass cousins and Jason Lee keep pulling excuses for the abuse of these children out of their ass. I don't even want to know what kind of shit y'all been through 
to make you default to disparaging kids instead of believing them. But I suggest you niggas work on getting some healing because that is extremely sad. And again, they are kids under and one of them is still underage to this day. Like this was not that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think 14 or 15. And since they were failed repeatedly during the filming of this video and everything else that the lawsuit lays out that they've been through, the very least that any of us could do is respect their fucking privacy and support them as they try to hold the assholes who did this to them accountable. Period. The fact that you niggas are arguing about it is sick when there is video evidence of this happening. It's sick that y'all are arguing anything other than support for these kids. Ask yourself why you feel that way. No, because it's really fucked up. It's really something wrong with you. If you know if you know these details, you know this video exists, and you still like, I just want to hear what Tiffany got to say, though. Bitch, I wish I had known. I, I, just, I just wish. Apparently, it was like one of those known, unknown secret, like widely known secrets or whatever. It was something that a lot of people knew about, and niggas was like, oh, yeah, that one time that they, they did something weird on YouTube. I had never heard of this shit. And when I tell you I wouldn't have never been on no she ready and all that, I would have never, ever had anything to say or do in support of Tiffany Haddish had I known about this sick shit in advance. No, I'm sorry. Work on yourself. Disgusting. My whole thing is like... (laughs) I just don't get it. Like, there... I've been reading about it and the whole, like, oh, well, the mother of the two uh, kids was a former friend of Tiffany's and she thought that they were doing a skit for Nickelodeon and she didn't know about it until after, blah, blah, blah. And, like, you know, they're saying that these people are trying to extort them and shake them down and all that other stuff. And I'm like, here's me, for me, for me. Me, personally, me, mm-hmm. myself, Kiffy. <laughs> I don't care if they're trying to extort money from you because look at what you did. Yeah, that's not even extortion. Like, I don't care if they really were like, I'm going to shake these girls down mm-hmm. until I'm satisfied with the coinage because look at, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, it's, and I don't under, even understand like the whole oh it was a skit it was it's comedy and blah, 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 blah. like it's not funny because it is first of all the subject matter in itself is like revolting like they tried to do this whole like leave watch you leave your kids around thing and like frame it as if it were a PSA as if that wasn't supposed to make it disgusting and strange right. but it's like because it is comedy and it's a skit and it is not real. Tiffany Haddish could have played a kid mm. in that scene. It still would have been weird, but at least then you are not endangering and possibly psychologically and and maybe spiritually, physically damaging an actual minor right. in your attempt to film a funnier die sketch. Girl. Like it you you could have had your front man TV where people we're grown-ups have played kids. Yeah. Like, you... I don't... It, okay. Anyway, It's a horrible idea for a skit anyway. 
It's a horrible idea. It just sucks. Period. It's a but horrible idea. But it could have idea. also been done without Hurting you putting children, children yes. in harm's way. Right. Since we're talking about oh comedy and oh sketch and oh it wasn't supposed to be blah 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 what like yeah. that's that's my right. thing on it. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get further into it because you know at that point I think a trigger warning would be a uh, necessity. But yeah, it's just. It's some sick motherfuckers in this world. This is some sad shit. And it's it's even sadder to see the number of people who are like, oh, Aries Spears was getting ready to buy OnlyFans. Like, and here y'all go. Tiffany Haddish was, as soon as you start pissing off the machine, then here they come with a girl. The video exists. Stop being a stupid bitch. And on another note, Tevin Campbell... Brother, we are all rooting for you. Please let go of that love and adoration for R. Kelly. Please let it go. I don't know what you're talking about. So, Tevin Campbell... Oh, I don't want to. We're going to have to explain it anyway. I mean, it's just really short, but he was on stage with Usher. Usher brought him on at his Vegas show. um, And he sang, Can We Talk? Very, really nice moment with them, you know, both singing the song and doing all they runs and you know Tevin came out again recently and so I just feel like I want to support somebody who you know like Tevin Campbell I used to like I just can't even explain like growing up and hearing that voice and just being such a fan however you can't be all proud about how R. Kelly wrote all his hits when the truth is that this man was out here abusing and exploiting black children for decades for decades. The music is about kids. I mean, when it come down to a versus, you know, I, I just feel like there ain't a whole lot of people that could go, you know, respect to the OGs, but like, you got to throw R. Kelly's name in there because, you know, he wrote, he got a bunch of hits and he wrote all his hits and he wrote for other people and all this. It is not worth it. It is not worth it. First of all, ain't no versus in federal prison. Secondly, over R. fucking Kelly... Tevin, please, I'm begging you. I'm begging you because I want to support. Let that nigga go or get let go. There is no room for niggas supporting R. Kelly over here. Period. Please don't ever say that stupid shit again. I'm begging. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. I really, it's not like I, I never liked the niggas' music. It's not like I never bumped the niggas' music. All the time. Scream screaming even new r kelly even like a hair braider and all Man. that dumbass shit that he's all like i was shit. like all of that dumbass shit or whatever like it's it's not worth it all them hunching like, parties in high schools r kelly was the soundtrack it's really and and we can let it go and we can let it's it go fine. it's fine it is it's just fine like, you don't have to die on him. You really don't, girl. And, like, this was... His name never needed to come up. Somebody from TMZ asked you who else should be in a versus, and Tevin was like, oh, I'm going to stay out of that. That's none of my business. And then kept talking. Leave it right there. Laugh it off. Be like, hey, I was just in Vegas to have a good time. I'm going to let y'all have that versus discussion. Get in your fucking Uber and go home. <sighs> Niggas make it so hard, man. Niggas make it so. Know. All I'm asking y'all to do is respect black children. <laughs> all I'm asking y'all to do is respect children as human beings who need protection in this world. 
And I'm sorry if nobody protected you, but that is not an excuse to fail the children who are here now. And I'm done. I'm done. I just found Ariel. She needs me to build her a seed castle. We don't know what that means. We're not on the PR list. We didn't get the invite to download the it's app early. A game that anybody can We're play. not VIP. We're not everyone can rich, famous, successful. We All right. So this week for my read, I want to just cover some quick things. One. There's a new show on the television, on the streaming girls, on Amazon Prime Video channel. It is titled The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, and the Powerful Rings and Power. Okay. (laughs) Now, as you can tell by the name, this is some fantasy nerd shit. Now, of course, with that comes fantasy nerd bullshit. Now, this edition of it is what? Surprising? Oh, my gosh. Black people are in this and we're upset about it. Oh, my God. Blacks? Not in my... Not in my token. <laughs> oh, yes. God, the fantasy nerds. Ugh. Y'all are so <laughs> fucking annoying. You're fucking losers. Shut the fuck up about these dumbass, old-ass, dusty-ass books and this old-ass, dead-ass white man and how he he intended for elves to look and to not look. Elves aren't real, bitch! Shut the fuck up! You sound stupid! And this is me, a full nerd that plays video games, reads comic books, loves fantasy. Now, personally, The Lord of the Rings never curled all the way over for me. I'm not shitting on y'all. I have made several attempts because I see the like richness in the lore. I find a lot of it to be interesting. I feel like the odd man out. I be trying to get into it. I played two of the the Middle Earth video games, love them. I have no problem with the lore and the story and the fandom at all. Besides the fact that y'all are so dead set on what on on your entitled patriarchal the white man is the hero bullshit that you can't see anything past that. So Amazon has this new show out where a, a, a white woman elf is the main character and she's a badass and like there are are black elves too and apparently J.R.R. Tolkien or whatever that dead bitch name is intended for elves to be like super European and all white and fair skinned and stuff and so like hardcore Lord of the Rings fans are all up in a tizzy because whoever the fuck shot John of Amazon had the nerve to hire some niggas and give them pointy ears and bow and arrows you sound fucking dumb don't watch the show Go read your old ass, dusty ass books, bitch. There are books. There are films. There are graphic novels. There are all kinds of other adaptations to the fucking works of that old man that you can get into. You do not have to partake in this motherfucking thing, but I want to remind you again, bitch, that orcs and elves and talking walking trees and golems and hairy foot hobbits and dragons and all of that shit, none of that shit exists, bitch. And it's an adaptation of an old ass work. 
Okay? You know why they're talking about possibly having a black Superman and all that other shit? Because it's old, bitch. And we've talked about this shit and ad- adapted this shit in so many different ways and forms and times that why the fuck not? The world does not look like the way that it did when that man was working on this stuff. It doesn't. Society does not look the way that it did when that bitch was writing these fucking fairy tale books, bitch. So you're just gonna have to build a bridge and get over that hoe or be the troll that lives under it. Since you're a fantasy nerd but guess what girl they put black elves in this motherfucking tv show bitch and if you don't want to watch it don't if you don't like it don't motherfucking watch it but what you're not about to do is be sending out uh, uh tweets and messages to these black actors that literally just took a job the same way that your motherfucking ass checks in down to the local Publix, walmart foot locker traffic wherever the fuck it is that you work and you just do your job that you were asked to do when you go the fuck home, that's what the fuck they're doing. Their job is not to enrich this story mm. in a way that pleases you as the individual token nerd. They're showing up and they're reading the goddamn lines that they were giving. So get off of their motherfucking Instagrams, their Facebooks, their TikToks, and wherever the fuck their Twitters with your racist ass rants and your fucking entitled ass bullshit because they ain't got nothing to do with them. That goes for niggas on The Lord of the Rings. That goes for that white dread having nigga on, on, um, House of the Dragon. That goes for homegirl who played, um, the Inquisitor on Star Wars. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi and every other black face and black ass that will happen to be in some nerdy shit that you feel should look just like the way that shut the shut up shut the fuck up loser you're a loser talking about some oh well now conversations are being had that maybe J.R.R. Token could have been a racist. That bitch was born in like 18 something. He, was, he died in like 1926 or something. Like how old was it? Like duh, he was a, he was a motherfucking white man Damn. that was born in like what the? Of course he was racist, bitch. What the fuck are you talking about? White people born right now are racist. He was born in 1892. Oh, in South Africa, you definitely racist. Shut up. Damn. Elon Musk talking about some <laughs> token is probably turning in his grave. Oh, well, let that bitch turn. And yeah. he ain't got nowhere else to go. Yeah. <laughs> let that bitch. Spin. Let him turn. Let that bitch uh, adjust himself. The fuck? That's what he's turning in his grave for because they spent a billion dollars on this motherfucking book that he wrote and extending it. The first of all, they don't even have the rights to the books that you even mother that the, the, the stuff's even based on. They're squeezing out whatever lore juice they can possibly get from the stuff that they did pay for. So it was never gonna shut up. I don't even have nothing else to say about it. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Mm. Out here, dick riding over some hundred year old goddamn book about elves and orcs and magic rings. You sound fucking stupid. Oh, this wasn't the way that it was intended. What is that bitch gonna do about it? Tell J.R.O. Token to crack open the casket and come see us about it. You fucking moron. Shut the fuck up, dummy. Stupid. Damn. Lastly, Jamila Jamil. Oh no, what'd she do? Oh Christ. 
Oh, God. I don't believe that I've ever said this on the show. Oh, no. But after about three seasons of Legendary and a few unnecessary-ass tweets I've been wanting to, so I'm going to take this time to just go ahead and say, Jamil, Jamil, shut your ass up. Shut the fuck. Shut up. Shut up. We get it. You're attempted woke. We get it. There is a reason that liberals find your ass, your liberal ass annoying. There is a reason that you like stand at the center of why people find liberalism so cringe. Jamila Jamil. What did you do, girl? The other day tweeted the following. September 2nd, my mama's birthday, so extra fuck you. <laughs> Jamil Jamil tweeted, I accidentally misgendered someone who was rude to me on here because I did not know they were NB, non-binary. I instantly corrected myself, but nobody reads your bios, people. Please include your pronouns in your name on here to prevent misunderstanding slash offense oh, if it's important no. to you. Obviously, sorry for making this innocent mistake. But if we don't do more to prevent this mistake, it will likely keep happening, which is bad for everyone. Put pronouns in your names. I've just done that with mine. It took two seconds. Jamila, you know what takes two seconds? Clicking on someone's motherfucking profile to go and see what's in their goddamn pro- uh, bio if you want to know what, uh, what, how they identify in terms of their gender. It takes two seconds. In fact, many of us who have had someone on Twitter be rude to us do click on their bio so we can find something to read them about. <laughs> so I don't understand why you feel like not only you are outside or you are you are or are, are, are above clicking on someone's profile and reading their bio to get a, a reading on their 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 gender identity but you have the solve you a cisgender yeah heterosexual woman i believe she's hetero i don't mm-hmm. know but you a cisgender woman are going to tell offended non-binary and trans people how they should not only be offended by your dumbass comments but also how they should prevent being misgendered in the future girl girl sister you're a moron You are a moron. I don't even think that you have to fucking click on somebody's bio on Twitter no more. I mean, like, click on their page to see their bio anymore. I think you can just hover across... Like, if you're on Twitter, like, on the page, I think in many cases you can just hover over someone's handle and it will have, like, a pop-up that shows you their their bio. I just did it right now. I was about to say, let me try it out. Oh! It does. 
Now, it might only so you telling computer, me but... that it takes two seconds to put my uh, my gender or my identity or whatever the fuck in my name rather than my bio so this doesn't happen anymore because nobody reads your bios, people. No, sis, you don't read people's bios. So maybe you aren't as woke or as liberal or as progressive as you possibly think you are. And you're the worst part of Legendary. Chop to you. Keep it moving. I've been over you since the good place went off air, girl. This was a mess. And you sound fucking dumb. I don't understand why. Obviously sorry for this innocent mistake. Girl, Girl, shut your dumb ass up and get the fuck out our face. Why couldn't it just be, I misgendered somebody the other day. I apologize for that. And let that, why couldn't that have been the end of it? The end. Why did it have to be, oh, yes, I know I offended you, but in the future, if you'd like me to not offend you, then take these extra steps. When I could have, if I was going to make a gendered remark, I could have taken the extra time to make sure I got the gender right. Because you can clown people, say whatever you want to, clap back or whatever. You can do all that shit to any person of any gender. All you have to do is get the pronoun right. Like, this isn't complicated, but if you get it wrong, all you have to do is apologize. Telling the person that you offended, like telling the person that you did wrong, how they should have done something differently so that you wouldn't have made the mistake. Oh, girl. Girl. Uh, I'm so, so sorry that I called you ghetto. But if you had been wearing these jeans with a belt, then it's like I would have never assumed that you were from the ghetto. So it's possible that maybe if you wear like a button-up polo when you go out and a belt and some moccasins, that people won't mistake you for someone who... Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! How the fuck you, the straight woman with a, oh, I I got a rainbow and a she, her in my Twitter uh, name on here immediately. So I'm maybe not straight and I'm definitely an ally. So I get to tell you how to be offended. If you don't get the fuck out of my face with this bullshit, I'm so tired of you coming over here and telling everybody how to feel about every motherfucking thing and acting like you are the know-all, be-all when it comes to being woke. Shut your ass up, sit the fuck down and stop telling people what ballroom culture is because you don't know. Next, I'm finished. Okay, well, that is going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you check us out at thisistheread.com and on social media at thisistheread. Take care of yourselves. We will talk to y'all later. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.